Welcome to Light Logic, the podcast that discusses everything you need to know about low voltage lighting. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You're listening to Light Logic. Hi, this is Tom Kinsey, Dr. Tom. Welcome to the Light Logic podcast. And I'm here with Chip Bolden. And today we're just going to talk about a lot of general discussion for unique lighting systems. And I think I'm going to kick it off with a little warranty speak. Um, one of the things that we've implemented is instead of having to go through the process of returning product that's damaged or no longer serviceable uh, transformers or a fixture that's completely tore up. We've started just requesting that people give us a phone call um, through unique support. And we will kind of uh, check out what the situation is and if it's a, uh, a legitimate warranty claim where we're just going to exchange the product or uh, for a distributor, maybe give them a credit on the product. We um, just require you to snap a photo of the item and actually mark the date that you're snapping that photo directly on the item. And uh, if you provide us with that photo that's dated, we can then process a warranty exchange or a warranty credit. So you don't have to go through any hassle of returning that product. A good example would be somebody calls and has a 20 year old transformer and it's just at the age where it's really not repairable. Uh, transformers do wear out over time and it's not a, it's not safe, it's a safety issue. So rather than have you return that 30 pound brick or boat anchor, we just ask you to give us a call and if it's an old transformer we're gonna replace, you just snap a photo of it with today's date and Chip or I will issue an RMA and we will send you an exchange transformer. Makes it a very, very simple process. Um, the only thing I really like to have though is a phone call. And if you don't know where to call, you can always go to the unique website, www.uniquelighting.com. Go down to the bottom and it says tools and support. You click on tools and support and you'll see where there's a little section that says warranty. You can click on that and it'll take us to um, what the warranties are on each product. You can click on returns. And if it's new product, you can contact a sales manager or you could fill out a contact request. Gives you a lot of op options. The contact request will ask for your name, your address, your email address, and a brief message on what you're letting us know about and even supply us with a photo. It makes the process very simple. We can take care of this with one or two emails and have a new product or items sent right out to you or a credit issued. And uh, no more having to handle and ship things back and forth. You got hey, any just input, Chipper? Yeah, so just to kind of piggyback what you're saying there, <clears throat> what Tom is emphasizing is contacting us first. <clears throat> because there's so many times where, uh, Tom and I have been doing this for years, 
or we listen to what the issue is, and we can already tell that it's really not the transformer or it's not the fixture, might be something at the hub, it's a GFCI. So you could save yourself a lot of energy, time, and of course we um, uh, get you back up and running a lot of times, more often than not, actually. So that contact to us is super, super important to us, and it's super important. It should be super important to you, too. Absolutely. It's a funny thing. You mentioned that, Chip, and I didn't think about it, but I just got a phone call actually today, and it was a homeowner, and I appreciated the phone call, you know, but they said, uh, my lights keep turning on and off all day long. And uh, I need a new transformer. Well, uh -huh. if the lights turn on, you know the transformer's working. And I told them, well, it's the timer. The timer is either programmed incorrectly or it's malfunctioning. And he said, well, no, I got a new timer. I said, trust me, if you can take the timer out and plug the transformer and the lights turn on, it's not the transformer. And I said, these timers are not built to the highest standards. Many, many companies make them. I said, I would take it back and exchange it for a new timer. And he actually called me back and said he went to Ace Hardware, got a new timer, and the lights work now. So, you know, a lot of times we can also solve a problem very easily. It's not as bad as you think it is. Yeah, and I've had a scenario very similar to that where a customer actually, you know, had purchased the timer. It was bad out of the box, gone back to a distributor, gotten another one. It was also bad out of the box. So we they, weren't really they, were, they weren't really buying into this, that it was the timer. So I, I jokingly you know, told them, I said, you know, I understand how these transformers work and they're constant on devices. So if it truly is shutting itself on and off, like you're describing, I would grab a, a, a flight to Vegas because you have a magic transformer. Yeah, we also <laughs> want uh, We also got a third one and everything worked just fine. <laughs> We also want to mention in there, too, that photocells are another thing that plugs into the transformer. And Unique doesn't make photocells. We purchase photocells. But, you know, the same thing. You can buy a brand new photocell and have one that's got a problem out of the box. Absolutely. So you always want to check those things first before you just assume a transformer is bad. Yeah, so I, I think more, um, you know, it's it's not... 50-50. I mean, usually when someone calls us with an issue, there is an issue. But we're certainly going to help you um, uh, dig down to the bottom of it because a lot of times, if it's a fixture and the gardeners have broken the lenses or the dogs or a soccer ball or whatever, we'll gladly we'll gladly get that stuff uh, to you so that you don't have to rip out your lights and stuff like that. And, and you could be um, taken care of very quickly. Absolutely. A lot of people don't realize, too, that some of those service parts are available. Uh, a, new, a new socket, you know, sometimes a gardener will accidentally rake wires up and kind of pull a wire out of a fixture. Um, those sockets, they're all replaceable. And really, the only mechanical device inside of a lighting fixture that really does any work is the socket and the light bulb. Yeah. Yep. It's uh, it comes from gosh, combined uh, between the two of us, we probably have 34 years of experience. So there's nothing we haven't heard. <laughs> I'm old. I'm only uh, 25, so I've only got five years experience. <laughs> so 
Tom, what are, what are you seeing in trends? I mean, obviously, LEDs dominate the market these days. There's lots of them. Uh, they've gotten better. Um, some of them are adding features like color changing and dimming uh, ability, which, um, um, you know, just expands what you're able to do. But what, what kind of things are you seeing or what are your thoughts on new trends? I would think, you know, the same thing with LEDs. I, I, I would also want to note that a lot of people, um, they assume that LEDs are too expensive. Um, a lot of people resort to getting LEDs uh, from some of these online stores and things like that. And unless you're really buying from a manufacturer, you know, you want you want to be a little careful with that. I'm going to give an example. Uh, I needed to change all the light bulbs in my motorhome, and so I went on to the big box story that everyone shops at online, and there was a thousand different manufacturers with LED lamps that would work in my motorhome. It's a 12-volt lamp, but it's not a unique style lamp, and uh, I tell you, I bought packages of 10. I needed 52 light bulbs to replace it. I got those packages and about, I would say five, six lamps out of each package didn't work out of the package. And when I plugged them in, the color was horrible. They were almost blue. They were really terrible LEDs. And, um, you know, so, some of the things when people are shopping for LED, when you buy from a quality manufacturer, whether it's unique or one of the other high-end manufacturers, you're getting uh, the best chips. You're getting true color when they say it's a 2700 or a 3000K or a 5000K. It really is that color spectrum. And you're getting a long life bulb. Um, the one thing I would caution people too with landscape lighting is just be aware. You want to pick the correct bulb for your fixture and you want to get water resistant or waterproof LEDs. You know, landscape fixtures are not 100% waterproof. So you want to make sure you buy a quality LED that has a warranty, uh, that has good color and long life. And with the color changing, my opinion of that is, I. I, I like it, but I kind of think that it's something you celebrate during the holidays, things like that. Or you may use a few colored lights on a little waterfall. But I think the expectations sometimes are people, they want it all when they first start purchasing. But within six months, they're not really using it so much. So be selective on where you use color. Use quality color changing or dimming bulbs and understand their limitations. A lot of them are Bluetooth. Bluetooth has a limited range. So you're really setting up a scene for like Christmas or you're setting up a scene for Halloween. But these aren't really designed to sit on your patio and just change the colors every single night. Um, there are systems out there that will do that, but they're going to cost you thousands of dollars more because they're computer-operated systems. And my thought on that whole thing is the more fluff and the more uh, accessorized you become, the more you're looking at maintenance issues 
and long-term troubleshooting. You know, a computerized system out in a wet environment is not such a great thing. So I like to keep it simple. I like to keep a great lighting design for the most part simple. Yeah. Hey, Tom, you heard me say this before. And <clears throat> lamps that are adjustable with Bluetooth or, or things like that are, um, I always describe them as, it's like a wrenches to a bolt. You have to be right at it. It's not going to travel this amazing distance and control multiple lamps at the same time. It's just not going to. And the uh, other comment that I have just on LEDs in general uh, is it, you touched on it very well, you know, buying quality and stuff is the companies that you buy them from, you know, um, you can't call them. You can't get them direct. If you bought something on, you know, Amazon or something like that, it's great that we've set a rocket into space and stuff. But those are very low quality LEDs out there. And if you do have a problem with them, you're not going to get any support on it. So that's one thing that differentiates, you know, uh, a company that's been doing it, you know, lighting for 25 plus years um, and has people that, you know, that really understand it. Right. And you also have to be careful with uh, the power range of some of the cheaper LEDs and uh, their interference that they can cause. You know, uh, you you can have LEDs literally cause interference to where garage door openers won't work correctly. Gates. If you have low voltage, you'll have flickering and blinking. Um, there's all kinds of things associated. We sometimes get phone calls where people yeah. assume they have elements by unique because they have unique fixtures, but come to find out they're using a different manufacturer's lamps. They're not yeah. using unique lamps. That that uh, issue you were just talking about, a lot of those lamps are not listed with the FCC. They have not been changed, you know, checked to see what their radio frequency uh, leakage is because they will emit some RF and it can mess with garage doors and things that receive radio signals. That's correct. So another reason to, you know, go to companies that are really in the business of landscape lighting, um, you know, products. I think I'll touch on too. That's why Smart Logic we chose to use radio frequency, and um, radio frequency is going to broadcast a lot more power. Some of the manufacturers have chosen to do Bluetooth through uh, Bluetooth to their transformers and things like that. And it's hit and miss. Unless you're five, six, eight feet from a transformer, it's not going to work properly. Where Smart Logic, you know, it's radio frequency. Now we do get interference, but that's something we have to allow. FCC requires it. So we can overcome the interference with uh, range extenders by what we call a bridging effect, where you can use more repeaters on your job to broadcast the signal even stronger. So we have ways of correcting radio frequency, but Bluetooth, you really don't have no hope. If it's not working well, you're, you're just gonna have to deal with it. Hey, Tom, you just um, brought up something, radio uh, frequency interference with uh, SmartScape. The most common thing that I run into is someone has gone to a very high-tech home and they've chosen to um, place the gateway uh, in a server room right next to a big Cisco rack. And that's a lot of radio frequency going on in there. I've had them 
move something sometimes as little as two feet and it made all the difference in the world. But if you are having difficulties uh, communicating from a gateway to the modules and the transformers, look at the location of the gateway and make sure it's not sitting next to um, a lot of electronics. Absolutely. I mean, if I always relate it to people what they call it, I say it's like a cell phone. You could be in a shopping center and have great cell phone reception. You walk 10 feet in a different direction and your phone starts breaking up. That's interference. And uh, the gateway acts the same way. You might have it in a location where it's just it's just getting all kinds of inter interference. You move it two feet up, down or sideways and it clears up. Yeah. And it's very yeah. common in the higher tech homes, you know, for people to have a lot, you know, an electrical room with lots of controls. You know, there's very smart homes now. I, I shouldn't have to mention this, but I'm going to, too, because it comes up more often than not. When you're putting the little modules, we call them LPCUAs in your transformer. Remember the transformer is a metal box and that shields signals. So you always want to make 100% sure that you've unwound the antenna and extended the antenna outside of the transformer box so it can get the best reception possible. I'm going to let it go to you, Chip. I'm Need a drink? <laughs> ah, you know, some of the other trends that I see just in, in fixtures and designs and stuff, um, there's certainly a contemporary movement going around that's that's moving to, oh, a lot of black uh, is being used right now in uh, fixtures. And um, there's even some nice um, new designs uh, where the, a bullet light isn't always just a, um, um, a, a bullet for lack of a better term, um, but path lights also that don't have just a round top shade on them that sometimes uh, churn out with an L. So those are all things to be looking at in the future. A lot of um, a lot of designs are going that way. They just fit the homes and the developments that we're seeing right now. Um, even some that are using, you know, unfinished concrete uh, in the you know to have the truly modern effect and we got people who are asking for powder coat to match actual unfinished concrete and uh we found it so it's something that's out there if you have an idea of something you need for a specific job give us a call uh that's what we do <laughs> that's one thing when you deal with a higher end company you can get that customization all we need is a phone call and we can really help you with uh, choosing the proper fixtures, the right fixtures, and sometimes even customized fixtures, or tell you about fixtures you may not have known that we actually have. Hey, good session, Tom. Yeah, so are we going to wrap it up now? I think, uh, think I see the cue. <laughs> All righty. Well, I appreciate everyone that comes on the podcast and listen to us. Thank you for giving us your time and uh, just remember, you can always reach me or Chip through unique support at uniquelighting.com or call 1-800-955-4831, and we will get back to you, usually within about 30 minutes. Yep. We're pretty, pretty quick with that. Yep. Give us a call. Thank you all. Thanks. Did you enjoy this episode of Tech Talk? Let us know. You can find us on all social media platforms at Unique Lighting Systems 
or email us at info at uniquelighting.com. 